everyone and welcome to Zingtober. Yes, we are at that time of year again where we do creepy, spooky, and cryptid episodes of Zingness as opposed to the rest of the year when we still do that. But we focus more on it during this time of the year. So of course you got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. I'm Berg. Perfect. So we are all here and to start off this spooky season... Um, I thought it'd be fun to do some cryptid topics. So we are going to be going over some maybe less known cryptids, but I think all of them will be fun, and I think we're going to have a great time with this. I have selected several that have accounts of sightings and stuff, so we'll go over like some of the sightings, stuff like that, and the lore, and also give our breakdown on whether we think they're legit or not. So, Eric, do you have a free tab open? I do. Because... While, while Ellie does have the benefit of the computer near her, you do not. So you're going to have to do some looking up of this. So we are going to start with one. And I want to say this before we get started. There's a fun fact about this one. Um, and I'm going to see if Eric gets it. Don't look it up yet, Eric. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Eric, don't look it up. All right, cool. So the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter or the Hopkinsville goblins. This took place in 1955. Now, Eric, do you know the pop culture significance of these Hopkinsville goblins? I've I've heard of this before, and I know there's a connection to pop culture, and I, I'm blanking on it, but I want to say, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that's what they base Gremlins on. Possibly, but the thing I'm more looking for is uh, if we may flash back to Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, the goblin... Um, Pokemon known as Sableye is actually oh. based off of the description of these creatures. That's cool. And the reason I wanted to say that before Eric looked up anything is because the image of Sableye will immediately pop up. So I wanted to do that beforehand. Uh, another fun thing. Um, uh, the other role-playing game, Pathfinder, apparently does have some things called the Hopkins, which are a goblin type of creature so haha anyway no, play... now, that, now that i'm looking at it i've definitely seen images of this before and um yes very much looks like sableye and that's why i think i was thinking of gremlins because they do kind of look like gremlins too yes so so real quick we're gonna go over just some a few little facts about this real quick and then we're gonna dive in a little bit more detail uh 1955 uh five adults seven children hopkinsville um hopkinsville kentucky uh claimed that they hey can i stop you for a minute yes i would like you to restart this description and pretend like you're in one of those documentaries i'll set the tone yes thank you please on the evening of October 21st, 1955, five children. Dang it. On the evening. You met. Why didn't you prep me for this? I'm <laughs> I didn't or- even know what we were doing. <laughs> you can edit. 
On the evening of August 21st, 1955, five adults, seven children arrived at the Hopkinsville Police Station to claim that small alien creatures from a spaceship have been attacking their farmhouse. This is their odyssey. Oh. The Hopkinsville encounter. There, is that good? Yes. See, okay. that's better. All right. Uh, now to get back into this, I cannot do that voice the entire time. <laughs> uh, for nearly four hours, they had claimed that they... Um, that they were attacked by these goblin-like creatures that were not bulletproof, but just seemed unaffected by gunshots and everything else. Now, tossing it over to Ellie real quick. But hold on a second. I have a question. Save all questions, because I do want first for... Okay. Because um, I enlisted the help of Monsters Among Us host Derek Hayes to... Um, not be on the show, but I shot him what we were going to be talking about, and he gave me his little breakdown of each of them. So, as opposed to me doing my Derek Hayes impression the entire time, uh, Ellie will actually be reading his responses to each of these. So, Ellie, if you would, should be coming to you now. Oh, here we go. Okay. Could have sent that ahead of time. I, I'm, so I'm sending them as we're going. <laughs> All right. Hopkinsville. There's significant evidence that something occurred on the Sutton farm that night. There were meteors sighted in the area and evidence of a gun battle was found by police. So that makes me think that something unusual occurred there. Despite what, quotation, well-known skeptics claim, it certainly wasn't a flock of owls. Um, also, in the Wikipedia thing that I'm currently looking at, it does claim that the explanation was a flock of owls. And I think another explanation has claimed, like, escaped monkeys from a circus. So we would do open arms at a flock of owls? Like, why would the police start shooting at a flock no, no, of no, no, owls? No, 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 no. The family was shooting at them. Okay, Not the once, police. Once again, why would a family shoot at a flock of owls? I mean, they look nothing. I, the, the, the thing is, the way these look, like the head kind of, I can see owl-like, but the rest of the body makes no sense for an owl. I just was wondering, like, okay, so, and I might have missed something. So, were they physically trying to harm the family? No, they were just kind of just crawling around the house and so just out and about. So our first, our first thing to do. I'm I'm not going to speak ill of the people of Kentucky. <laughs> but just fill in the blanks with the joke that could have been made there. I'm just saying it's like, I, and this was what year again? 1955. Oh, okay, well that makes more sense then. Um, I just was. Well, I mean, you know. I just, I hope that we can get to the point to where if we see something we don't understand or not sure what it is, we don't immediately pull out our guns and go shooting people. But, yeah. Okay. Um, also, they are kind of cute. Uh, I got a better picture. Uh, oh, okay. The U.S. Air Force classified the alleged incident as a hoax according to Project Blue Book Files. Eric, mm. what is your opinion on the Hopkinsville encounter? Uh, well, Pokemon. Uh, I I think this family was just trying to complete their Pokedex. <laughs> uh, and at the time, technology didn't allow for Pokeballs, so it was just bullets. Um, 
it's how many Pokemon you could kill. And they're oh, like, oh, look, it's a Sableye. Um, I I do agree with Derek's assessment. I, I think he is definitely in the camp of something definitely did happen at this farm. Because, yep. I mean, it, it's one of those things to where group hallucination or something. It, it just, something definitely happened. I mean, you don't go shooting off into the into the woods for no reason. Right. We'd hope. Uh, well, yeah. Um, unless you are trying to capture a Pokemon and you are just not using the correct they type of Pokemon. They are kind of cute, though. The Sableye or the creature? I mean, both. Okay. So, so yeah. So, that is our first one. So, where do we land on this one? Ellie, yay or nay? Believe it? I mean, I'm always up for believing this kind of stuff because it just makes the world interesting. Um, I mean, I... I don't know about the exact creature, but I definitely believe something. I, I'm in the camp of something had to have happened for them to all freak out at the same time and start shooting. So, yes, they saw something. All right. Not Eric. quite sure what they saw, but they saw something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Ellie on this. I definitely feel like there's enough evidence that is present that something out of the ordinary happened uh what exactly that was i don't know but i definitely feel like it wasn't just like a hoax or them like trying to like get press or something like that like i think something I, something happened because i think they moved moved like out of the area or something after that too oh, or wow. like so they really return. were freaked out <laughs> yeah I and mean, i don't yeah. think they got good pre- everyone's like oh they're doing it for press and a lot of people like for example with like um Flatwoods, like they didn't. Re- I mean, they went and did press stuff, but they didn't like get famous and made tons of money off of it. They just did like the "this is what I saw" sort of thing. So um, I'm in the I'm I'm with Derek with also with you guys. The explanation of Al seems kind of BSy, and it's like they're these are people that lived in the woods. It's not like they haven't seen owls before. Well, and if they lived in the woods, they're also probably used to just weird, strange noises and stuff like that. So for something to that extreme to spook them so much. And they also, glo- the, the goblins glowed too. Like they, oh, they, nice. they, 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 they had a, not bio, they just glowed. I like, mean. Like they, they were like a moving glow stick. See, these, these goblins are like, they're up there for me. All right. They're checking all the boxes. All right, awesome. So good first one, good first one for this. We're all in the realm of, I'll believe it. So, um, so moving on now, Eric, you you are freely able to look up anything that from now on immediately because I I just Ooh. wanted to save the sable. I want. I just wanted to save the sable because I wanted you know if you got it. So the next one is the Fresno hey. Nightcrawlers. Mm, yeah, I want to know more about them. So this um. The Fresno Nightcrawlers are a, um, I mean, there's, they're out of Fresno County, California, originally seen in the early 2010s, uh, November, so. Oh, so this is a newer one. Newer-ish, Oh, yes. I've seen this video before. Good. I, I was like, Eric, I don't know if you've seen this before or not, but. Oh, I um, have. But I'm, I'm not doing the voice because there's not really a great breakdown of any of this that has like a. It doesn't break it down like that does, because there are multiple sightings of these, Last of Witch being in 2017. So if you are not familiar with the Fresno Night Crawlers, it's like this um, security footage of what looks like pants walking. And I will say this, 
it terrifies me. Like if it's pretty freaky. If I saw that out in like the <laughs> world, there would be an immediate like instinct to kill and beat the living crap out of it. Like, Different just, than the little gremlins. I mean, those I'd just be like, what is that? If I saw this, I'd be like, there'd be an urge inside of me to go, you need to kill this because your survival depends on you murdering this thing immediately. So that's just my opinion. Now, as for our friend and um, uh, Ohio native, not currently, but from Ohio initially, Derek Hayes of Monsters Among Us, of course. I'm going to try to get a different description each time for him, so we'll see how that goes. Um, he said this about the Nightcrawlers. Um, Ellie, if you would. Okay. The Nightcrawlers are a super interesting case. It's strange that a majority of the experiences reported, videos, Recorded took place in or near Fresno somehow lends to the credibility. Although I suppose many could argue that that detail also makes it a possibility that someone local to that area was, is, hoaxing the videos. That said, I've heard a few interviews that make me think that at least the first witness was genuine. So Eric, what are your thoughts on this? Or, or wait, well, I, I, actually, do you got a like memory of how you originally saw this? Since this is obviously not something me talking about today was the first time you've stumbled across it. I feel like well, when I was doing doing some more googling, like I saw like some actual like national news outlets had had covered this in the past. Um, so I might have seen it on the news. It may have come up, but as soon as you. As soon as I went to the I went to the cryptids wiki and as soon as I saw the still of it I was like oh my god I remember basically the two legs walking and then, yes I w I had the same reaction as you like it was terrifying like they, there's something about it and I and I haven't looked at it in a long time and just now as I was playing through it I was like it's not even like oh someone I mean yes yeah, someone could have easily like doctored like oh put on a green a green suit and on their upper half and then walk through but even the way the legs walk aren't it isn't human mm -hmm. it's not very human looking like there's a way you can fake and make it look weird but there's something about the the fluidity of it that just seems very human like so and it just seems like a weird thing like oh it's not like a, someone's pants blew off the clothesline and we're just blowing through like there's something <laughs> going on there <laughs> something weird is going on there and yes as soon as i started watching it again i'm like oh, oh my god i'm uh i'm, I'm definitely feeling a little I don't have an explanation for it, but it's it's creepy. It reminds oh, <laughs> that go, makes go me ahead. think of something wicked. This way comes. Uh, yes, uh, actually, um, the sci-fi series Fact or Fake Paranormal Files um, did the their second episode's investigation into this, and they um, determined it was unexplainable. Like they tried to recreate it and they couldn't. Does uh, our yo bro guy do an episode? No, 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 no. Of this? He's, he's, oh. he's, I don't think um, no Josh fun. Gates does an episode of this or okay. anything. Um, to the best of my knowledge. Yeah, and, and yes, if, if you want anything great, just find something with Josh Gates that investigating <laughs> yes. stuff. Uh, definitely, so awesome. definitely the older series he was in because I yes. swore there was a keg off screen half the oh time. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's uh, fun. But as for this, this reminds me, I know people have like, 
don't like stop motion animation, like claymation and stuff. This reminds me, and I, I I love claymation, but I love it done well because if it's done shoddy, it look it there's a part of your brain it's it, that goes this isn't being done correctly. This immediately goes to the part of my brain that like this looks like bad stop motion, and there's something unsettling about it. Um, for me. I want to say this is fake only on the pure premise of <laughs> I don't want to believe like some something like this exists. But at the same time, I have nothing. I have no no way to disprove it with any evidence aside from I just don't want this to be real. Ellie. Okay, so I've seen the video multiple times. My first experience was this. You were like, you've got to look at this. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't know it just on my own. Um, and I, I don't know, I'm, like, I'm kind of more on the fence of the goblin gremlin things, like, I don't know if those exact things were there, but something was there, but this, I I don't know, I think it would be pretty hard to, like, I think something really weird and freaky came down here, and then it just (sighs) hasn't been seen since, I I don't know. It's been seen a few times, like. I don't know. I'm kind of on the realm of, unfortunately, I think this thing's real. Okay. It's scary as hell, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that video was amazing. <laughs> the the original, like the yeah, one I mean, you there, there's me, there, there's a few other ones yeah, too that I can show you. The original one yeah. that you showed. I was just me. watching the one where it was like two of them walking yeah. through the woods. Oh. Yeah, that one's cool, but there's something more fake looking about that. Where I was kind of looking at it coming, like a. Like it was walking behind some trees or whatever, and I was just like, "Thing they're going something about that looks very like I don't know." That one looked a little more fake to me, but but that original was still one, kind of freaky. that the oh, yeah. one, that's the one that's just yeah. Eric, your opinion on this? I, I'm I I also think if if that was some sort of weird coincidence, then nature was playing some sort of very cruel joke. Uh, instead, I think it also played a really cruel joke in making these things real. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have an explanation for that, and I think it's kind of freaky, and it's probably right behind me, isn't it? Yep. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I turn around. There's the giant oh. pair of pants. <laughs> uh, everyone's natural fear of khaki pants. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I think we, we all land with that one on, on. I mean, I think we all hope it's not real, right? But. but yeah so the next one the next one oh the next yes. one the yes. next one is um the hodag oh jeez uh h o d a g h o d a g eric oh. hodag um eric wasn't type that in and it just showed a bunch of like camping supplies a what? Here we go. Here we go. Alright. You got alright, cool. So, um, also I got a fun thing to to tell you about this one, Ellie, once we get into it. Oh so, Lord. um the origins it the or in nineteen eighty in the God, why do you make me do this? I instantly mess up because I'm trying to focus on the voice too. It's awesome. In eighteen ninety three, newspapers reported the discovery of the Hodag in Rhineland, Wisconsin. The article claimed that the Hodag was a horn was had the head of a frog the grim 
face of a giant elephant and the thick, short legs of a huge, clawed beast. Hodag! So, um... So, on that note, um, Ellie, I am sending you Derek's opinion. Oh, God. Der- uh, Cincinnati Bengals fan Derek Hayes' opinion of um, the Hodag. <laughs> this completely not made up creature. Stop, Ellie. Stop. Read the thing first. You okay. can't just jump to this. <laughs> okay. The Hodag is a classic story. A creature so odd, it almost seems imagined. (laughs) And there's good reason for that. It was. I don't think many people put a lot of stock in the hodag, but that doesn't stop the town of Rhinelander, Wisconsin, from celebrating it. A perfect example of a cryptid revitalizing a small community. So... I mean, are we going to go with the honest thing that this is 100% a hoax? Yes, but you're obsessed with it for some it's, weird it's, reason. It's a hoax, but it has its like own thing in pop culture. Imagine this. We're walking down Imagine, re- re- the remember lovely, this. lovely streets of Point Pleasant. At this, West Virginia. This little, little shindig called the Mothman Festival. And near the end of the street, there's this... No, no, no you, you stop. There was one thing prior to that. There was um, Russ from uh, the Unbelievers podcast. I was like, man, you gotta go check out the Hodag. Go check out the Hodag. I'm oh. like, dude, what are you talking? He's like, Hodag! Yes. And then chugged a root beer and walked off. Yes. So... <laughs> if Eric, I know you're confused. Dear listener, I know you're confused. All this makes sense at the end of Ellie's story. But I had to include the, that... That that Russ was the one that was like, go check out the hoodag! Well, so we get to the end of the street, and there's this god-awful vehicle that my eyes first went to. Um, and these two elderly ladies running the cash register, which made it even more perfect. <laughs> there's this big old booth of tons of hoodag merchandise. And of course... Justin was like, what is all this? And he was like, well, let's go check it out because of Russ and all this stuff. And he goes in and he's like, could I have like 40 bucks to buy all this stuff? And I'm like, are you serious? They did not take cards in LA cash. I had no choice. (laughs) (laughs) I I also sent Eric a picture. And Eric, that did not do it justice. There was more to the side. Like there was more to the side because I just took a quick picture of like, what the heck is this? But my favorite... No, I don't like root beer, but I'm seeing some Hodag root beer there, and I would no, totally it, buy it. It was, it was good. It was legit. Yeah. It we, was legit. We bought some root beer. It was, it was pretty good. It may have been that it was super hot and I was thirsty. That made me want to get that, that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it definitely did taste pretty good. Um, I don't know. I'll let Justin take it from here, but it, it was just so over the top, so ridiculous, um, and... I will say again, though, the two little elderly ladies running the cash register just made it all more perfect. Um, 
No, like, like I said, this is something I never heard of. So I reached out to, to a few podcasters I know, like, okay, just, ex and they're like, yeah, it's made up. And I'm like, oh. But it's one of those things that it's made up in the funnest way possible. Because apparently, like, and ironically enough, um, after we left Point Pleasant, West Virginia, we traveled to, um, to Sutton County, uh, home of the Flatwoods Monster, did all that Flatwoods fun stuff. And ran into some people who were at the Mothman Festival as well, who were from Wisconsin. And I talked to them, and they're like, oh yeah, it's a big thing up there. And they're like, everyone knows it's fake. It's just fun. It's just a fun thing that's of the area and everything. But in my research today to bring up the the totally factual accounts, um, <laughs> I did find out something interesting. It exists in the world of Harry Potter. Yep. Uh, the, Stop it. Um, they are a creature that is from the New World, aka North America, mostly found in Wisconsin. They are mortal, and they are something that exists, and that the Department of Nomad Misinformation has been working to cover up for years. Nice. So there is your weird Harry Potter collection. Eric! And, and hold on, before Eric, I gotta say again how much I hate... The word nomad. I, it's it it's it serves its purpose. Eric, thoughts? I'm I'm also looking at the store right now, so I will find the most obscure thing they sell at the store to have when Eric is done with his thoughts on this totally factual creature. Okay, I have several thoughts. First off, <laughs> first off I think the real hodag is the friends we made along the way. Thank you. Uh, second, as you were reading the description uh, of it with the head of a frog, the grinning face, the giant elephant, thick short legs, all that stuff. It's a really long, dramatic pause. He cut out. And it's born with the body of a rabbit. And it's just a, and it's just a, and it's just a rabbit. <laughs> it's the thing. It reminds me of that. Third, I think the hodag. It reminds me, the way it looks, even in the quote-unquote real photo, it reminds me of, like, it would be like a 1980s kids movie that we would, if it was real, we would all be very nostalgic about today, but it would be like Henry the Hodag, and, like, some oh kids in Wisconsin find, find him, and they become his friend, and he, like, they disguise him real poorly with, like, glass. It's kind of like Mac and Me, not even E.T., Mac and Me, and it's just like he's wearing sunglasses, <laughs> and he's like, look at, whoa, that's quite a dog you got there, and the preview would have, like, some snooty woman walking with her little poodle, and then the Hodag would be like, Arr! <laughs> and, like, burr, burr, burr. and it would run away and then the government would want again and then it would be then it would be an et ripoff and the government would want and they want to do experiments and then the power of friendship would save him and then he'd go back to hodag land or something like that right that's land. what he looks like and then there would be tons of hodag action figures and we'd be nostalgic and complaining about the hodag remake reboot that's coming out soon uh, I think this is, this is happening in an alternate universe. I, I think Eric has done the perfect like amalgamation of this thing. And um, Ellie, you're wrong for not loving this. <laughs> um, I, I think the weirdest thing, and this is something they don't have. I mean, they have the Hodag eggs, which are just crystal little egg things. But um, I think the weirdest thing is they were sell. They did have condoms. Did, <laughs> I, did I show you that they had condoms? Yes. Okay. Cool. I tried to avoid the fact that that, that existed. <laughs> yes. Okay. And they came in like a little keychain case that had like two hodags like oh, being intimate. 
not graphically intimate, but intimate enough to be like, what the heck are we looking at? Uh, Eric, congratulations on doing the perfect pitch for the um, for the movie. I will be sending this, of course, to Hollywood for them to, of course, be like, how do you keep finding our, the information to send this to us? Stop bothering. <laughs> oh, they do have it. Here it is. Hodags are horny. Yeah, weirdest thing. Four bucks. Buy it now. Oh my gosh, can we get this for the car? It's Rhineland, Wisconsin. I saw the Hodag. It's a license plate frame. I mean, for your car. Nope. This is going on Snowball too. I saw I saw the Hodag, and all I got was this lousy <laughs> license plate frame. Yeah. Um. So believability on this one. Seriously, Ellie? why are we asking this question? Ellie, believability. No. Eric? Oh, totally real. And uh, as for me, um, it might not be real in the physical world, but it's real in the hearts and minds of everyone who lives in Wisconsin. And you. I was going to say, it's, it's, it's real in, the, in, the, in, that, in that sense, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. Um, shame on you, Ellie, for not, for not I, opening I up to the world of imagination. I'm sorry. Yes. Shame, shame on you. Um, <laughs> all right. So the next one. Oh, Lord. Dragons. Yes. Dragons. Yes. Like legit straight up dragons. Eric, do you think I, I have accounts of dragons? Uh, yes, I think being cited, you're bringing it up. Yes, be, I, think, I think so. Being cited in North America. Yes. All right. So I don't have the entire chapter in front of me, but um, a, and this is, not me doing a huge plug for this or anything, but um, it, there is a book by Linda Gottfried called um, American Monsters, and it goes over like a ton of different random sightings that she's gotten on like her blog and stuff like that that was written a few years ago. And there is a legit entire chapter on dragons. And I was like, what the crap? And it's like, um, once again, I, I did not line these up perfectly like this but wisconsin once again comes into play uh, outside of green bay there um was a family as well as some kids that all saw legit like tan colored dragons flying around now the fun thing is here's what i'm about to get into a very argumentative point but first i'm going to have ellie read Derek's breakdown of me telling him that we we're going to talk about dragons in a moment in a second. Right now. Right now. It's not sending. Right now. There we go. Alright, this is from Derek Hayes, fan of the two and two Bengals and their white uniforms. Wait, two and two now? Yeah, they're two and two. I thought they were one and two. No, they're two and two. When did they win the second game? The other night when they were playing the Dolphins in those beautiful all-white uniforms. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. I don't know much about real, quotation, dragon sightings, but I did receive a call once about a guy that was using a telescope in his yard to observe the stars at night. When he looked at the moon... He swore he could see what looked like dragons flying around the moon. I certainly cannot verify those claims, 
but he sounded convinced of what he saw. Outside of that, I cannot recall a dragon experience that felt believable. He used quotations on that, yes. by the way. Um, so, yeah, so there is, of course, the, um, like I said, the, the, the account from Linda Godfrey's book, as well as there's other ones I didn't bring up, because I think the one about, like, the family, because they said it was like a bear, they said it looked like it had the body of a cat, like the, you know how the cows have the big gut and everything? Like, it was that, but, like, had, like, a snakish head, wings, everything, four legs, Four legs, which is important, and wings. Eric, describe a dragon to me. Uh, it looks like a lizard with wings and... and How many legs? And, uh, How many uh, legs? It depends on the dragon. Some nope, there's a difference. Four. There's a difference. This is a very okay. angry moment for me, by the way. Oh, God. I don't know. Those creatures that start with a W. Wyverns. Yep. If, if, <laughs> it is, if it is a creature that does not have four legs and two wings... That is a dragon. If it has two wings and two back legs, it's a wyvern. Dungeons and Dragons normally have legit dragons. Game of Thrones are fire-breathing wyverns. There's a difference, you bunch of goddamn nerds. <sighs> Anyways, thank you for attending my TED Talk on the difference between dragons and wyverns. Um, I know that there's been other times where I've just screamed about that into the ether because i feel like dragons are majestic and i think that having the four legs as well as the two wings is a much better like look for a dragon the other thing just look like bats that can breathe fire in my oh, opinion wow. yeah yeah take that also harry potter those are wyverns yeah what now what are you gonna do about it and there's wyverns in the witcher yeah but i think they refer to them as wyverns yeah they do and there's actual dragons too yeah which I can't remember the description in the books, but I know they're in the movie. Anyways, Ellie. Dragons. You think they're real? Think think, think these people saw us? And it's funny because it happened around uh, mid-October. So around this time of year, they said that they thought it was, they felt like what they were watching was a migration. So do I think they saw dragons? No. Do I hope and wish the dragons are real? Yes. It's a good quote I saw once. Eric, go ahead. I'm going to try to remember that quote. What am I going ahead with? Uh, your thoughts on dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he tuned out after I started yelling about wyverns. He's like, oh, this is another one of these things. I'm, 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 I'm checking on a uh, new Mario game. <laughs> you know, the, the, the fun thing with dragons is like, it's just crazy how, despite the fact that cultures all around the world have all sorts of different myths and stuff like that the dragon is like the one thing that is present in all of them i don't think that's coincidence Ooh. if you think about it they're in european folklore and stuff they're in asian folklore and stuff they're in african folklore they're in uh native american and like south american like aztecs and stuff like, it's like all of those have dragons in them and like the fact that they were all very different culturally, there's still just that one thread of dragons. I always found that to be very interesting. Yes, of course, the dragons are very different. Like, you have, like, the Chinese dragon, mm -hmm. which is very serpentine and has no wings and is considered, you know, an ally of humans and good luck. And then you've got, like, the European dragon, which is the exact opposite and is fierce and ferocious and hates humans. But at the same time, it's still, you know, dragons. <laughs> 
I can't find the quote right now. So I'm trying to remember it. It's like, um, oh, oh, nope, that's not it either. It's something like, um, like, oh my gosh. And it's Neil Gaiman that had it too. Oh, God. If you can't remember? That's crazy. Um, dang it. Ellie, talk about dragons in pop culture for a second. What's your favorite dragon in pop culture? There we go. Talk about that while I look this up. Oh. Um. Well, that's hard. I do like dragons in Harry Potter. Um. They're fun, but I, I think I like the wyverns better. Thank you. Because I really do like the um, the one challenge in the Triwizard Cup where they have to... I, I love the scene where they have to, like, the little bag, and it has the little mini ones in the bag, mm -hmm. and they're pulling it from the bag. Um, but, I don't know. There's so many references to dragons. That's an impossible question to answer. Uh, Eric. Favorite dragon in pop uh culture. I'm probably going to have to go with King Ghidorah, the three-headed monster from the Godzilla series. I mean, think about it. A giant, golden, three-headed dragon? I mean, come on. He's super cool. Yes, he only has back legs, so I guess technically he's a wyvern, but I don't care. Um, I'll... I'll... Oh, yeah, that would be technically correct. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with you're both wrong. The correct answer is, of course, Dragonheart. So, oh my god. I mean, if you think of a dragon, Sean Connery obviously voices it. So, duh. Also, I did find the quote which is fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us that dragons exist, but because they tell us that dragons can be beaten. I think that's a nice profound quote, and I'm shocked I didn't remember that off the top of my head cuz I really like it. So, on that note, um I I think we've all agreed that that dragons are real in our imaginations. And maybe reality, if Ellie can be convinced enough. So, um, the next one. And I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. I know me and Eric have. So, um, let's see if Ellie has any knowledge on it. Now, I'm sending the Derek Hayes thing to her now, so I'm not going to have that delay later. So, the Ningen... Is that how it's pronounced? Eric Ningen? That. I don't know. N I N G E N? Ningen? I, I don't know. I, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what this is. Okay. Uh, look it up while I'm, while I'm going over this. Um, In modern Japanese folklore since the mid two. You know what it looks like? It looks like the, <laughs> it looks like the one thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I know this has done. No oh my God, it does! You're you're looking at the Wikipedia entry, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll get better, Allie. Um, okay. In in modern Japanese folklore, in the mid 2000s, <laughs> the Ningen is an aquatic humanoid whale-like creature, suspected to inhabit the sub-Arctic and Arctic oceans. Okay, here's the other what picture. What the hell am I looking at? I'm sorry. Here's the other picture of it. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, like it's this thing that apparently just is like this giant humanoid thing that's just like lurks in the oceans. That's freaky. Like there's another picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't zoom. Enhance! Yeah, oh. there's like it's servicing and stuff. 
Okay. Allegedly. Okay. Um, I swear, me and Eric have talked about this because I. Think I mean, that's can... better than the first one you showed me. I was like, what I, I don't, is I don't know that? why that one's there. I mean, I've seen there. There's that's like an artist rendering of. Okay. One of them, but um, they are up to sixty-five to a hundred feet long. Oh my God. Allegedly. Okay. Um. Apparently, there was one site on Google Earth as well, um, and I. Th- Feel me and Eric have talked about this before because I think you compared them to Ava's or something like that or um, Angel's. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. It's the other picture, not the one on Wikipedia. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, now, that as soon one as you on said Wikipedia that, I was like, ah, sucky. yes, 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 yes. So, Ellie, if you would. Oh, yeah. Derek Hayes, a uh, hat enthusiast opinion of. All the right. Ningen. And the hierarchy of cryptids. This one seems plausible to me. Given the location the creature is said to be found, and the vastness of the world's oceans, especially near the poles, keeps me open-minded. That said, if it does exist, I would guess it to be some sort of whale or porpoise. After all, at one point, Cetaceans did have legs. Mm-hmm. Something worth considering. I I, I like including Derek on these because he's yeah. very he's very in the realm of I want to believe, but at the same time, it needs to have some kind of realm of reality to it. Um, I'm going with off like the images and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure almost all the images are doctored or some creation of YouTube or the internet. <laughs> But uh, these things are part of like folklore and stuff like that. But these things are okay, also okay. terrifying. The, the, the but is enough. They're terrifying. Like if this was real, like I've never been in the ocean beside like a whale, like a one of the big whales. But I'm sure it is something that like, like I've seen the humpbacks and I've seen orcas and I've seen porpoises out like in the ocean. But I've never been like beside like a blue whale or a sperm whale, one of the big whales. That, like, make you feel completely inferior. And if these things existed, God, it's just, ugh. Eric, thoughts? So, going back to Pokemon. So, the new one's coming out next month, which is crazy to think it's next month. Uh, Scarlet and Violet, they announced a new Pokemon called, hold please. Uh, It's called Cetitan, C-E-T-I-T-A-N. And it's like a giant whale looking pokemon that ah. has two legs and the first time we've talked about the ninjas since this thing was announced and now that i'm looking at it, i'm like i can see where that would be the inspiration for this pokemon how's this spelled again uh, oh that's cool uh c-e-t-i-t-a-n it's only got two oh. legs and like a oh. whale top for a body and it's in the ice oh Okay. Absolutely looks like it could be the the the, oh. the ninja was the the inspiration for this nice. thing. I like its mouth. How it's like that. We like the horns are like its mouth kind of loops through with a horn. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of fun. It looks cool. Yeah. It was very cool. I abs- it was one of those Pokemon where when they announced it, I was like, I want that thing on my team. It looks awesome. What type is it? Ice type. Hmm. Ice. Oh, I, I, th- I thought you said. Be- oh, it says it right. In front. I, th- I thought you said beast type. I'm like, what? Beast type. What is that? <laughs> beast type. <laughs> beast. 
Um, Ellie, your 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 thoughts on the legitimacy of the Ningen? I mean, after hearing um, Derek's kind of like more of the <laughs> speaking of Pokemon, the evolved like maybe something that it evolved from something else kind of thing. Um, I mean, I can, I can, I can see it. I mean, it's, thank God it's in the icy waters, so it's not really going to be a threat to, uh, come over to, to visit me or anything, but. Yes, us, us being in very landlocked area of Virginia. Yes, so. I was about to say landlocked. I'm like, Virginia's not landlocked. Virginia's like super not on, on the opposite coast from where we are. Right, that's. So I I don't know. It's it's definitely cool looking. It's intriguing. All right. So now we move to the final one, which I'm going to see if Ellie can pronounce. So Ellie will do, um, slock movie fan Derek Hayes of Monsters Among Us opinion on our last one we're going to be doing today, which I think will touch all of us deeply because I think we know this person. <laughs> Chris Taka? Close enough. Uh, okay. Because I it mean, goes by another name, too. Like the Ninjin? Huh? Yeah. Like Go the, ahead. Okay. The Kustaka legend originates from an area that is vast and sparsely populated. If something like that were to exist, that's likely where you would find it. That said, as it is with other half-men, half-animal monstrosities... There is no evolutionary evidence of anything like that existing, which to me suggests it may be supernatural in nature if it is around at all. So the, um, so the Kostaka. I know this, I know this guy. We play D&D with him. <laughs> is, is also referred to as the Land Otter. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so as a clever nod to our friend otter uh there is actually legends of a shape-shifting otter that exists in the pacific northwest uh up in the alaska region as well and um yes this is something that like apparently they abduct people and turn them into one of their own um here's an what? image of them as well ellie so that you can look at that oh thing oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no thank you alright so how did they what did they do to turn you into one of them don't you, we don't know they oh. just take you they so take you should you. have interviewed your uncle that lives in Alaska which I, I have several family members oh. that live in Alaska well I'm just saying that would have been a good opportunity and this is also vaguely close to where they live okay see yeah it's it's, it's outside of Juneau is the alleged area but Michigan Alaska as well as the Alaskan Triangle shows do have episodes devoted to these which Ellie, you have you were super. Ellie, go over your super intriguedness of um, the, the the Alaskan Triangle show. I, I mean, the, the episodes that I saw, I, w- I thought it was really fun and well done, and it had me hooked. I was like, "Whoa, that's really cool!" I didn't I didn't realize that there was a like a a, a Bermuda esque triangle for yeah. Alaska. So yep. I thought that was really cool too. Yep. Whole bunch of nothing and everything up there. Yeah. Um, no, this is something like um, 
this, this this is something that's creepy and like i said i've heard it's stuff very creepy i've heard stuff about this so much and it's weird to actually see something covering it because it's so obscure but if you know of it it's something that's like really weird but yeah they basically abduct people and turn them into one of their own or they um they sit there and uh eat moes while we're all trying to play D D. it it could be either or <laughs> Any like I say, I 100% believe these things are real because I know this. I know, I know the Kushtag. He's he's a good friend of mine. He's a good friend, and he doesn't shapeshift super often. But when he does, watch out. Um, but no, I I, I thought that that would be a nice fun one for the end there, since we legitimately know Otter and everything. But yeah, um, on the actual Kushtaka, Ellie, do you have any thought? Because this is Native American folklore thing i don't know that thing is terrifying uh, uh by, by by the way for the picture i showed her for anyone who's wondering if you look up kushtaka it, it, it which is spelled uh k-u-s-h-t-a-k-a um it's the one where it's got like a humanoid body and then like not an otter head but the otter neck and head <laughs> yeah, yeah. One me, I think it's it one. does not look like an otter though that thing is like <laughs> Otters are cute. That is just, like, terrifying. So, um... <laughs> so, on that note, believability scale for you. She's staring at this picture so <laughs> intently. I am! Uh Um... I don't know. I'll... It's also referred to as Alaska's other Bigfoot. Oh, oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. I gotcha. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's not fair for me to believe in Bigfoot, maybe, and not believe in Otterfoot, so, um, sure. I just don't want to go anywhere near it. Okay. Um, Eric? Uh, I mean, it's folklore, who knows what's actually real. I don't think it's believable, that said, who am I to say? I, I kind of chalk it up because it's, since it's got that shapeshifter aspect, it's a lot like a skinwalker or something like that. It's right. also got the same, same mythos of you shouldn't speak about it because that invokes uh, it, okay. which that's the same thing with the skinwalker as yeah. well. So it's it's got elements of um, Native American folklore weaved into it so well that other Native American folklore has. But to uh, flashback... Re- Sorry, it's just fun to say butt that way. But to flashback way back to an earlier thing Eric said, I think it was Eric, who mentioned something about all these had to come from somewhere. Like, this lore just didn't get made up just out of just, eh, whatever. It, it's something that, you, you did say that earlier about, I remember what you were talking about. Dragons. Oh, dragons. There we yes. go. Yes. Um, yeah. I, and I, that, that's my thing with this. I'm like, it just seems too weird for it to just have been just, all these cultures have that similar through line. So yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's just misidentifications of a Bigfoot. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm using the opposite of Occam's razor. I'm using Occam's hammer. It's where the most obscurely impossible thing is the most possible thing. Thank you. Uh, I, I need to go now patent pending Occam's hammer, which is where you approach everything with the dumbest um solution possible so um no i I thought this would be fun to do just going over some cryptids and stuff to get us into 
Zingtober and everything. I thought I'd go with a little bit more obscure ones. So I thought this was fun. Also including Derek Hayes from Monsters Among Us. I, I enjoyed having his expert level textual opinions read by Ellie. Because I will do the sh that would do the end of the show in his voice. As a treat to everybody to hear that unfortunate thing. <laughs> um, but Eric, where can people find more from you? Uh, actually, you no, 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 hold on a second. What's everyone yeah. playing right now? Eric, I'm going to start with you. We're playing or uh, watching. I'm kind of bouncing between a couple games, still doing a lot of uh, Fall Guys and some Splatoon 3. Uh, continuing on with She-Hulk, which, you know what? I am loving it more and more each week, and I loved it from the beginning. So don't listen to the naysayers. It's very good. And really? also, last night, we watched uh, Hocus Pocus 2, and you know what? It was not a fantastic movie, but it was a really fun movie, just like the first one. Uh, it was pretty funny. I, I, I recommend it. You'll, you'll enjoy it. All right. Ellie? Um, same old, same old with my games. Just mm, my fun mobile games. Yarn. Um, I do plan on watching Hocus Pocus 2 in the next week. Maybe possibly this evening. Not sure. Definitely excited to try it. Um, Night for it. Yeah. And, um, that's about it for right now. Been a little busy, so. We all have. Yes. Um, I've been playing Fortnite because I can't pull myself away. I do want to pick up Cyberpunk again because apparently it's resurgence of like with the Netflix Oh, the anime. anime. That, yeah. And it's had like its highest user count on Steam since like its re initial release and all this stuff. I'm like, I never disliked the game. I just haven't put the time into it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe now's the time to give it another shot and everything. And, I did uh, watch a trailer on the anime. And also on that note, to give something another shot, um... No Man's Sky will be coming out soon for the Switch, which was a game that I think if you had asked me when No Man's Sky originally came out, if it would be on anything else, I'd be like, it deserves to be burned. And now I'm like, it's <laughs> yep. a great game. Cool. So, so yeah. So. Uh, it's one I, I will probably pick up at some point. I, I've got too much right now that I'm that I'm either playing or getting ready to start playing, so I might wait a bit until there's a price drop or something. But it is one that out of it, that it's actually gotten good. I've, I've been very interested to play, so who knows? It's, it's one of those things to where, like, with um, Cyberpunk and with that, I, I think more um, No Man's Sky is the poster child for it. Um, don't count a game out. Like, let the developer give, give them time to fix a mistake, and they definitely have with that game. It made it something that, like, like I said, when I initially played it, I hated every bit of it. Now, it's something where I'm like, you know what? This is a great game. Um on that note. And I do have it for PC. I just haven't tried it yet. You need to. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you can find more from Zygnus Podcast at wherever you find great podcasts. Um, until next time, stay spooky. I'm professional Derek Hayes impersonator Justin Zinger. <laughs> I can't wait to do a round table because I'm just going to do my impression of him the entire time again. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, keep it spooky. Uh, happy Zingtober. We'll see you guys next week with another spooky nerdy topic. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you ruined the show.